Hey guys, and welcome to season three of the Us People podcast. I'm your host, Savia Rox, and in this season, I get to make my guests laugh, cry, and even make them think about life a little differently with the questions I fire over to them, which digs into their lives and professions a little differently. We even had a chance to change up the intro, giving you a fresh new sound. I look forward to sharing season three of the Us People podcast with you. Let's go. Hello, my name is Elliot Porter. I'm a singer-songwriter um, and professional musician. Um, I'm very pleased to be here today. You are listening to the Us People podcast with Sevilla Rocks. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've, done, I've, done a bit, I've done a bit of podcasting in, in my life. So. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. You're a pro, Elliot. You just think, yeah, I'm going to go in and I'm going to knock it out one time. Okay. Yeah. my mind now my time to shine. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Podcast. I'm your host, Sally Rock, and today I'm humbled to have Elliot here with me, who is a music professional and also a freelance copyright at EP Copywriter. Did I say, did I say that correct, Elliot? Did I say all that correct? correct? Yep, freelance copywriter. Yeah. Ah, it's perfect. Elliot, thank you so much for coming on the Ask People podcast. How are you? No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, actually. Thank you. Yeah, I'm dealing with the latest lockdown, but trying to stay busy. I know um, how you feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much like everyone. So, yeah. I definitely know how you feel. So, Elliot, it's lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much once again. But my first question to absolutely everyone who comes on the show is, could you tell me a little bit about who you are as a person and what influenced you? to be the person who you are today yeah sure so um i would like to think that i'm i'm a pretty kind of um level kind of person who takes in a lot of stuff so um i kind of have like a sponge-like personality i think that helps me create things that i create i love to, to to hear people's stories i like to take in information i like to kind of um look beyond the kind of what's right in front of me and kind of delve into kind of people's stories and how they do things they do. Um, and I'd like to think that I'm kind of quite an approachable kind of kind of guy um, and open to things because I think, you know, that's that's an important part of life is being open to. Yes, I agree. To going forward, really. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Well, where did you grow up, Elliot? What was growing up like for you? Yeah, so um, I grew up um, around about halfway between London and Cambridge um, which is where I'm kind of from um, and growing up was was, was cool yeah um, it was it was nice I had um, a very musical family hence why I kind of do what I do um, we always had like a musician um, someone playing at, at, you know in the house we had a piano uh, my dad plays guitar um, my granddad played both my granddads played piano and um, yeah um there was always music going on um musical family so i kind of grew up listening to a lot of good music and influences uh from from loads of different artists but also people around me as well wow so you naturally just had a musical house anywhere you went your house was just musical yeah it's really lucky i mean i feel very lucky to have had that um you know, people. We were. I was always encouraged to play music. I didn't necessarily do it when I was as a young kid, um, but I kind of grew into it. And um, yeah, we 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 always play music at Christmas and stuff. And you know, family get-togethers. We had a family like band as well at some point um, where we kind of all played different instruments as well. How do you feel about families that turn around to their kids and say it's not a music is not an education or it's not a way of life because it's not going to bring enough money and how do you feel mm. about music and parents if they were to inflict that on their children by saying this mm. I feel it's really sad because I feel within music there's so many different avenues you can take yeah. um, and actually learning music is is a really good education for other things that you can do as well um, I do teach a little bit of piano sometimes um, and you know it may not end up being a career for everyone, but even if it doesn't, it will still give you loads of good skills and loads of life experience, which you, you don't get from other things. So I feel it is a bit sad if, if 
you know parents don't want their children to to be around and, and learn music but um it's a very difficult industry um admittedly but you know um some people will carry on doing it and make some money out of it some people won't but i think it's good to learn learn an instrument at least let's talk a little bit about copyright because i know mm. that's that's one of your expertise and i know mm. copyright is like having the crown jewels in your hands mm. for for a lifetime but just in your view, what does copyright mean to you and how powerful is owning your own copyright? Yeah, okay. So I have to make a distinction here because I'm actually a copywriter. So I write yeah. um, copy for like websites and things like yeah. that and, and blogs. So, um, but it's a really good point because copyright um, in the music industry is also something I know about yeah. um, from writing songs. And I think having the copyright in your hands is 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 like yeah like you say it is the crown jewels it for me when i was growing up as a songwriter the idea of owning my own songs was just really powerful because um you can do so much of with with what you've created and and you know it lasts for like 50 years so um you, you've got a lifetime of of songs there and, and stuff you can do with it so for me copyright it's ma in that sense is massively important um and making sure you've got that all lined up and and not giving it away too easily <laughs> <laughs> have you ever given any any of your copyrights away to anyone or because i know sometimes as a writer yeah. yourself a songwriter you would write a song and then realize maybe this doesn't suit my voice but it suits somebody else's voice but sometimes yeah. what artists do also which i'm so i'm sure you know about because um, we all do research when it comes to songwriting also, is mm. that sometimes the artist may not sing the song and the writer may have written the song, but then the artist becomes very demanding and then starts to ask for royalties. Mm. Has that ever occurred or happened to you, sorry, in any kind of way? Um, yeah, well, I have written songs with other people. Um, I've been fortunate um, when I've done that, we've kind of come to an agreement first where we kind of split the royalties accordingly yeah. um in you know with a percentage kind of thing so I'm, I'm lucky in that respect but i have heard of other people where that's happened and um i did i did get involved in something a little while ago where someone was trying to claim copyright on my songs um and i had to go through a massive kind of um thing to get all my songs taken down wow. from different platforms so i could then resubmit them and as as so i got the royalties kind of thing so I know that goes on, um, and it's and it's not very nice. Um, but luckily, luckily, I was able to get my all my songs back, and um, the 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 other party was was not able to claim them. <laughs> that's a good thing, believe me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good thing. Define yourself as a person, Elliot. Could you tell me who you see when you look in the mirror? every day creatively but also on an everyday basis who do you see when you look in the mirror yeah so creatively i think i see someone that always wants to to create more and, and can never kind of create enough so um i see like i see a bit of a hunger um to always be creating something new um and that's that's something that that i've i think i've always had and i probably always will um you know i've always got two or three songs lined up for the next project i'm always kind of looking forward i like to look back as well but um i like to look forward um and as a person um again i'd, I'd like to think that i'm a quite a um yeah creative approachable kind of person quite laid back um I listen to people, you know, I think that's important when you're working with people. Um, and, and also I like listening to people's stories. So that's good for writing as well. Most definitely. It's definitely something that's a songwriter should be able to do is listening to their stories, not just have their ego. Because I think with music, mm. you do have to have some type of ego to be able to have that confidence to, to go on stage if you're a writer or, or even an artist to be able to yeah. have enough confidence to do that. Could you tell me a little bit about who have been your influences in your life and how have they carried you through to be who you are today and what you actually do? Yeah, sure. So 
Um, yeah, I'll go back to my family again, really. Um, so, uh, yeah, both my grandparents, uh, my granddads were piano players. So they, they kind of, I suppose, introduced me to the piano. Um, and I used to sit on the stage side of the stage and watch, watch one of them. He was in a band and, um, I watched him play and I thought, oh, I always want to, I want to do that some, at some point. Um, and then, yeah, my parents as well, um, having a piano in the house and, playing me great music which I could then absorb and then yeah. um take on obviously they 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 really influenced me and and their support when I said you know when I said I wanted to kind of quit my job and do music etc and things like that uh there there was always support there it was always like well if you if you think you can do it then do it and you know um I think that's been important in in shaping you know the confidence that you have to have to be in music um you need you need people behind you to to kind of help and then i've also got great other people like um sound producers i've got i've got a couple of producers that i've worked with uh, quite consistently i've got a photographer that i work with a lot um video people that i that i usually go to so i've got i've got a nice team of people that i i respect and i can bounce ideas off as well that sounds really good to me what was it like performing for your first time in front of people? How did that make you feel? Yeah, well, very nerve-wracking when 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 it's the first time. Um I don't get so nervous now. I'm, you know, a bit nervous, but um but proud actually. I think proud that that you could kind of stand up there and play an instrument and sing. Um you know, the I remember the first time I sung a song, um especially one of one of my own songs, I I felt quite proud that I'd managed to crack that kind of yeah. thing that I, I always wanted to do because it's a bit of a dream when you're a kid and you you listen to all these brilliant artists and you think and you watch their shows and dvds and stuff and you think oh i really want to do that but it seems like a million miles away so when you finally an, end up doing it yourself it's just it's just a, a happy feeling yeah definitely i agree with you that it's it's actually really an overwhelming feeling as well i don't know if you mm. haven't that ever had that overwhelming feeling when you're on stage and you look at everyone and then you see them all looking back because you know you're the focus. Yeah, absolutely. That that sometimes comes every now and then and like you kind of get an out of body experience and you yeah. you you kind of look That's it. at the audience, don't you? And then you look you, you <laughs> see them looking back and you think, "Oh wow, this is actually happening." When when we sold out shows and stuff uh, with my band, that often happened because I thought, "Oh wow, you know, all these people have come to see us." And in, yeah. in a, some way, it's nerve wracking, but also it's really beautiful. Define what success means to you, Elliot. What does success mean to you? Because we all have a different definition of what yeah. success means to us. But what does it actually mean to you? Yeah, this is it's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I've had this conversation. I was having this conversation with someone yesterday, actually, on on ah. uh, the phone, and I, I. I the more and more I've gone on in music, I feel like success really is is a personal thing um, because you can't control any outside kind of things. You can't control what, what people say. You've got this many followers or whatever. You've got this many views or whatever and stuff like that. Um, but for me, it's a personal thing. So it, as long as you kind of feel like you're doing what you think your potential is um, and you're, you're continuing to kind of move forward and develop, um, I think that's success. Um, that's success because that, you know, you, you can't do any more than that. You can't do any more than do yes. what the, the maximum you think you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Has there ever been a point in your life where you felt stuck? Because, because music has a way of triggering emotions within us. And those emotions trigger other things within us. It could be confidence, it could be self-doubt, it could be good positivity. But has there ever been a point, Elliot, where there was a point in your life where you felt like you had lack of support or things weren't going your way? How did you build up yourself to come back to who you are mm. and be able to not be stagnant in what you want to do, but to be able to keep that drive of continuing to do music? Yeah, I, I've definitely had that um, a couple of times. You know, most recently before I before I recorded like my first album because um, I'd done yeah. a couple of EPs and I thought they'd gone really nicely and they've gone well and you know I was pleased with the music. 
Um, but then, you know, I think it was a certain a, a kind of burnout that, that I, I suffered yes. from doing so many gigs and, you know, being all here and everywhere and doing so much stuff, you know, in the world that we kind of used to know, which was really busy. Um, and but then I, I, I think I kind of suffered a little bit from a burnout. And really, the, the only way to really get back my confidence and things, I don't think I played on, on stage or live for, for a good two or three months or so. Um, and, um, but the only way to really get my confidence back was to kind of really look kind of to almost go back to the drawing board and, and, and look at the things that maybe I was doing in my life or in my music life where my energy wasn't being well spent, you know, maybe I was staying out too long and, you know, enjoying the kind of like scene a little bit too much. And I, I kind of had to go back to the drawing board and think, actually, what do I really want to do? I really want to make an album. So I need to kind of get myself in a position where I can write songs again because yeah, I did feel a bit stuck. I didn't really write much for, for a while yeah. um, in between albums and stuff and, and, and EPs. It does sometimes get like that. And um, I, for me, I had to go right back to the core of who I was really. And, and, you know, I almost made a list and I made a list of things that I think that I was doing well and things that I, didn't think I was doing so well and then I kind of very slowly worked on the things that I didn't think I was doing so well at um and tried to you know try to build back up to there and then um it was almost kind of then a little bit of a period then I thought I was ready to go and kind of start writing songs again really so let's talk more about your songs Mm. and your creativity and your style of music so I'm going to give you two questions in one. The first one is, how would you descri- describe your style of music? And the second part to the question is, what has been your most favourite song to write? Mm, great question. Um, so I would describe my, you know, I my style is probably folk, um, I like indie, indie folk, maybe you could call it. Um, but I also feel like I'm quite a classic songwriter, so I'm, I'm very influenced ah. by it the likes of the Beatles, um, Neil Young, James Taylor, and people like that. Um, and I, and I, find, I find that my songs have a certain, you know, old feel to them as well. So they're kind of like a um, somewhere hybrid between kind of modern like indie folk and and that kind of old classic songwriting, which I love. And actually Noel Gallagher is, is a bit of a classic songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was quite influenced by him as well. So... Yeah, I think I'm a mixture in, in between there with the old style, which I love, mixed with stuff that I, I also love, um, which which has been in the last, you know, 10, 20 years. Um, in terms of the song, which I enjoyed writing, so um, I, I, that would be a, actually a, a, a single that I released most recently called Legs. Yes. Um, I I was really, really pleased with that song because... It, it was almost a different approach to to how I'd done songs before. Um, and it was actually two songs that came into one and that had never happened oh. to me before. So I had, I had one part of it um, and then I had a completely unrelated song, but it wasn't really a full song. It was just a bit, but, but that bit was really catchy and it was in my head. And I was like, well, I can't leave that off the album. I've got to do something with that. So somehow I, I i came to the idea of putting the two together yeah. and it was a really kind of happy accident and they really worked well together so then i developed a bit further so it was quite an in-depth um song to write um and lyrically as well it's quite personal so um yeah i think that song was probably my favorite song to write and and the and the favorite one to listen to still actually oh wow see that's Ah, so here's another part to the writing when it comes to favourite songs. And this is quite a hard question. If there was one song in the world that you wish that you wrote, and it can be from any, it could be your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, it doesn't matter. What one song would you choose to say, I wish I wrote that song because it's so good lyrically, melody, composition what would you i saw your face go <laughs> <laughs> what would what do you think you would choose 
Oh, wow. I, I, yeah, that's, that's a really, really tough question, but I'm going to, I'm going to give an answer. Um, so, uh, for me, I've always really loved something by the Beatles, um, Okay. written by George Harrison which mm-hmm. most of their major hits weren't written by George Harrison and um I've just always thought that and I think Frank Sinatra said it, it was like the perfect the perfect love song um and everything about that song is just brilliant to me and the arrangement's perfect the lyrics are great the music's beautiful um it just seems like a song which came together I don't know how it came together but everything every part of it works amazingly well um so I think that would be the kind of song that I'd aspire to write. Ah, okay. Right, that can go in our Spotify Us People podcast, Spotify track list. I'm definitely yeah. going to put that in there. That sounds cool to me. So what has been the best thing that has happened to you ever since you started music? Is there a memory that pops into your mind and says, this is an awesome memory, I'll always remember it. What is the one memory that you would like to share with the listeners about you doing music and how it either helped you or just resonated something in you that made you see life or things differently yeah um I think there is one moment actually um so when I released um my out my album last year Lanes um we did a uh album launch in central London and we managed to, I managed to get my band together and we, we, you know, we put it all together. We played the whole album pretty much. Um, and we sold out the venue um, pretty much. And it was a really cold day, a really cold night. It was snowing. And just looking at, out in the audience, it was one of those moments where you kind of stop and you look and you think, oh, wow, there's all these people here that have come to support this. This is kind of like, the beautiful moment that I imagined it would be if we did an album and we launched it and we've launched it like this. And I was just kind of like, so happy. I didn't, I didn't want to leave the stage that night. And that, Aww. that's the kind of like feeling you want to get really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It totally is. Cause it's memories like that, that will always last forever, no mm. matter where you go, no matter how old you get. And you know, it's experiences that you can share as well to say, it's kind of like believing in your dream, seeing it come true and then saying to yourself, I knew that if I worked hard and just believed in myself, I would get to where I want to. Absolutely. That's that's it. That's it. That's definitely. What's, what's your most proud, what are you most proud of that you stand for? Mm. Um, I think authenticity Um is it for me um whether it's music whether it's life um whether it's friendships whether it's relationships um i just i i expect it of myself and i and i, and I expect it of, of other people and you know um and i hope that it comes across in my music and and all the things i do around music um and in my other career as well and i, I yeah i think that's for me um that's what I stand for the most. Um, and it's something that I respect when I see other artists, as long as it's being, as long as people are being honest, yeah. I, I like them. You know, I, I love anything honest. I love seeing, uh, well, when we could go to gigs, I love seeing songwriters. I love seeing poets, um, spoken word artists, um, rappers and stuff. If it's honest, I'm going to like it probably. <laughs> <laughs> see, what would you do differently if nobody in the world was judging you, because I ask every guest this question and there's a reason behind it. We're constantly getting judged every day because of how we look, what we do, how we do it. But if there was no judgment in the world, how do you think you would be as a person? I'd like to think I'd be pretty similar. Um, I try. It's impossible to blank all that stuff out, isn't it? You know, it, yeah. it you, you, it's just there and you can't do anything about it. But if it wasn't there, I like to think I'd be pretty much the same, but maybe, maybe more daring, probably, um, I, I guess, probably, probably like more, more willing to, to go into other areas. That sounds good to me. Tell me a little bit about how you feel music can help people. 
in different ways so how do you form music I know you've told us a little bit about how music has helped you as an individual but how do you feel music can help people who are starting or want to start to get into music what would your advice be yeah well I think it can give them um it can give them a purpose you know um it certainly did give me a purpose um and 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 a reason to kind of want to um better myself as well um and keep moving forward um I think it can give people so much um you know it can give them joy it can it can make them feel and that's what I like I try and do with my music can make them feel um things that they maybe didn't know they felt um and it, it it can give them you know I think it's so powerful I think it can give them it can give them amazing confidence as well um I've when I teach I've seen people go from like zero confidence to like 75 100% confidence and wow. it's that development which I think music can do which can then lead into other areas of life um if if I was to give advice to to, to people starting out in music um I, I would say try loads of different things um don't be kind of like scared to, to to go wrong don't be scared to try things that you you know I, I used to I played the drums when I first started and I'm a terrible drummer I can't play drums at all <laughs> I'm but sure I'm, you're better than me Elliot I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I gave it a go and then I realized I didn't really like the drums I, I like drums but I, I couldn't play them myself so um then I found the stuff that I did want to do so you know it's not just one thing you, you you could learn guitar then might not be for you you could then learn piano it might be amazing for you yes. um so yeah don't don't think that just because one thing you you try maybe you try to write a song it doesn't work first time then try again then you know be 10 times later you might get a song that you really like um and that's what i that's what i tell people that are, are starting to write songs when i'm when i'm trying to kind of mentor them and things um it's just keep trying basically See, when it comes to education do you think that education is enough to get you in the door of the music industry or do you think talent is enough to get you in the door of the music industry which one would you say is 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 what are the pros and cons of having an education in music but what are also the pros and cons of being just a really talented individuals you feel that you need one of them or do you feel that you need both of them i think you need both but i feel that a, a lot smaller percentage of people that are just talented mm. and not educated in some way in the music industry there's a smaller percentage which which will succeed so some people will just get picked up on pure talent um they fit all the right boxes at the right time and and, and there they go you know and that's great, and you know, then they can develop their their knowledge. But what I feel now in the music industry is not so much a, a formal music education. I don't think that's particularly important. But what I do feel is really important is learning about the industry, because as an artist nowadays, you have to do so much stuff for yourself. Yes, you you do really have to to know all areas of the industry for one not to get caught out in certain ways because you know it is it's easy to do that but also to yeah to 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 know where to go and know where to to put your energy and and develop whatever it is you want to do um i i feel like that actually is more important now um than than the pure talent because the talent can develop um yeah over time as well most definitely that's true let's talk about the music business because a lot of mm. artists have the talent like we were just saying but yet they don't know about the background of the music business yeah. like we like we talk about copyright we talk about mechanical or we talk about the recording um, these are all very important things to know about the music industry do you think that before an artist becomes established or even goes into the music industry would you advise them to go and learn about the music behind the music industry first? What would your advice be for that? I absolutely would. Yeah, I absolutely would. I'd advise them to go to, you know, as many kind of industry events as they can. Um, there's a really, the BBC introducing one is actually really good. It's a real shame that we couldn't, they couldn't do it kind of live again this yeah. year. 
Um, but I go to that pretty much every year and I learn something. I learn three or four different things every time I go. And I've been doing music for like 10, 15 years. So if I can learn things every year, then a new artist should really go to those things all the time because I feel you need those tools to be able to survive now in music. I, I didn't have them when I first started because it was a kind of different industry then. Um, but I had to kind of learn on as I went. But now I feel you'd be really well equipped if you were a young artist just starting out and you and you were able to get these this knowledge, this like really, really important knowledge. You're, you're really halfway there to, to, to going where you want to go um, because your talent will then carry carry you forward as well. So, yeah, I'd say it's hugely important that, that people go and just learn as much as they can about the industry they want to get into. What is the best advice that you have ever received from somebody and how has that helped you throughout your life? Best advice I've ever received. Um, yeah, so um, in, terms of, in terms of life, I think um, my granddad said to me, actually, um, just make sure you're happy, basically. Make sure you do everything you can I to be happy. Yeah. And I, I, I actually included that uh, it was a quote from him and uh, we, we had on record um, bizarrely, we, we, we actually videoed it and um, I actually recorded it in one of my songs um, on my album uh, because I thought it was a really great message. See, that's really, it's really nice. And then, now you'll always have that memory of your mm. grandfather too as well. That's yeah. really nice. When was the last time you felt totally at peace with yourself? Yeah, that's, that's a difficult one. Um, I, th I I try and do all I can to kind of try and be at peace, but it is hard, you know, especially when you're creating music and stuff. Oh, um, definitely. Tell me about it. Yeah, you're always <laughs> battling with, with certain type kind of elements and things like that. Um, I think, I think, I think actually when I feel at peace is when I've, when I've done a record or something or done a song and I get it back and it's kind of finished and it's been mastered and etc. And I'm sitting there listening to it. Then, then I really feel at peace because I feel like we've done it. You know, we've kind of, it doesn't last very long because I want to do something else then. But um, for a little while, I feel really happy that, you know, we've achieved something and I've achieved what I wanted to do for that moment. Um, and yeah, even, you know, no matter what happens with that song afterwards, I'm, I'm, I'm always at peace when I've, when I've heard it and I like it basically. See. If I was to put you on a desert island, Elliot, and mm. I was to say you're allowed to take with you one activist, one president, and one musician mm -hmm. to have a conversation with for a day, yeah. who would you take with you? So an activist, a politician, uh, sorry, an activist, a musician. An activist, an activist, a musician, and a president. A president, wow, okay. Um, I, I've, I, I, I did really like Obama as president. Actually, um, I think he's a cool guy, and um, I liked, I like what he stood for. Um, and I think he'd be a good conversationist as well. Yeah. Um, I reckon he's he'd a like good his writer as well. Like, he likes yeah. sport and stuff. So I'd probably take, probably take Obama as the president. Um. A musician, um, oof, tricky one. That. That's a really tricky one. Um, I'd have to say John Lennon. Um, oh, yeah. He's one of mine. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to say John Lennon. Um, I mean, you could call him an activist as well, um, but I'll call him a musician for this purpose. And um, I just think he'd be great. Uh, he'd he'd be a very, very interesting person to, to speak to. Um and yeah, it's diff uh, difficult with an activist. Um, yeah, I, d I, t I tell you what, um, I, 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 I really, really liked Jeremy Corbyn when he was when he was Labour leader. And, so there you go. Um, you know, I guess he's he's an activist. Um, I, I, I saw his speech at Glastonbury and um, a couple of years ago, and I thought it was really powerful and. I, I, I'd, I'd like to have a chat with him, actually. I think he's, he's a, he seems like a decent guy, which is rare in politics. 
I'd like see, to have a chat with him. Maybe we should send this to him mm. and then and then see if we can get you guys to talk. I'd love to talk to him, yeah. <laughs> that'd, be pretty, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. See? If there was one song that was the soundtrack of your life now, mm. oh, <laughs> what song would you choose to represent your life? And why would you choose that song? Wow, yeah. Um, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to choose a song which I, I almost chose for the, for the last uh, song question. Um, I'm going to choose Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks because Ooh, okay. I love that song. Um, I, write about, I write a lot about London as well because um, I, I spend a lot of time in London. Um, a lot of my songs have London references in them and I love that Waterloo reference and Waterloo Sunset. I love the song and I just feel like it, it, it just, go, it, it goes along nicely. I, I, it's just, it makes me relax when I hear that song. It makes me happy. Um, so I'd, I'd like to be living somewhere in that song. I think, um, I'd like to see myself living somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good thing to know. It's, it's funny because every time somebody chooses a song, I kind of get to understand their personality mm. and it lets the listeners also understand your personality a bit more too of why you chose that song. I really like that. If you had an unlimited amount of money, what do you believe that you would change in the music industry for the better? What do you think the music industry is lacking or just needs some help in? to make it better i i think it's quite topical at the moment and i was watching the um the record labels being being grilled by mps yesterday um the the streaming kind of thing for me um i i would i would want to um i've got no problem with like big artists earning loads of money if they've got you know loads of streams and they've got massive um you know massive fan bases and and you know they're, they're successful I've no problem in that, but the problem I do have with the the system is for for for, it, for independent artists that that literally their barometer of success is completely different to to like someone that sells ten billion records exactly. or ten billion streams. Their barometer of success might be a thousand streams or or ten thousand streams yep. or a hundred thousand streams, and I would just want them to get what they deserve for, for their work. Cause they're not with major labels. They're not getting kind of advances and um, you know, any of the other benefits that, that you get if you're on a label, okay. um, they haven't got the PR or anything like that. So I'd, I'd want to see some kind of leveling up so that there was a bit more of a tiered system so that if you're a small artist, you can still earn a little bit of money from streaming. Um, if you're a big artist, yeah. And you do well, then you earn a lot of money. Um, yeah. But, I'd like to see it a bit fairer because, and that I think that's what I'd like to change. If I could distribute the money, if if it was my money or, or whoever, no, it's your money. No, it's your money. <laughs> if it's my money, then I would be paying. I'd pay independent artists to carry on doing what they're doing because I don't want to see any of them stop um, creating music. And I, I know it, at the moment it's difficult for people, so I want to see them paid properly. How do you think things will be now, obviously, with everything that's going on in the world, COVID, hmm. we don't get any live shows. We don't get to have artists go on a stage and have that atmosphere of people actually seeing them and feeling elevated, you know, and having that drive to always want to do and love music. How hmm. do you think music will be in the future now that this is coming? Because this is literally taking over the world and had a major effect and it's had a major effect on anything that's live in the world, theatre, music, you name it. It's had that major impact. How do you feel that it will now have an impact on music going forward and for any other generations coming in to do music? Yeah, it, it's crazy. It really has had a huge effect. And um, I, I used to love the live scene and I was part of it. And, you know, I went to shows. Um, I feel, I feel like... It will have to come back in some way, but I think it will will change. Um, I I actually during the first lockdown, I set up a um, a Facebook group called Isolation Gigs, and we, and we did that for artists um, 
to have a kind of a platform to share their their live stream shows on um, because no one could do any music um, like live shows um i i started doing them myself and and it was you know it was really nice to, to kind of create that community i feel like i feel like there's going to be a, a a mixture of of live streaming i think live streaming will yeah. carry on and i think it will become it will become better i think it will become more interactive um it may well be that there's like artists will live stream from venues and you'll have some audience in there as well um and it may well be that artists carry on doing some live stream shows completely from like a studio or their their house and they do the live shows as well when they can um but i really i do really really hope that that we can get touring back because um and, and gigs because you know we all miss them so much and um at the moment it, it's not looking too good but i'm hopeful but i think i think it will have to change in in many ways i think they'll definitely because i was i was looking and i don't know how everyone feels about getting the injection but apparently mm. they said that in order for you to be able to go to a live show you must have the injection not mm. everyone's gonna want to get the injection <laughs> But I think that's going to have a huge impact also, knowing that so many people may not want to get an injection to go and see their favourite band. Yes, it's about keeping everybody safe, which I totally agree with, Yeah, keeping everyone safe. But I know that that's one of the things that are going to come into play when things start trying to get back to some normality. Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I can see the point of view. It worries me a bit. Um, with the injection because like 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 you say I feel like it's a completely kind of um, private well it should be a private kind of choice exactly. and, it, and it's a healthcare issue it's a choice with, with your own personal health um, so I, I don't like the idea of that being kind of a public thing that, that people will have to kind of show the card or something um, so I, I wouldn't support that but what I, what I do feel is that they they there's got to be a way where they can do a lot more with testing, you know, quick, quick testing. Um, If they could get some kind of model in place for testing, you know, before you go to a festival or something, um, testing at festivals or something like that, um, just so that, uh, just so that you can get people in. Um, I I feel like, I feel like the testing will have to go a a lot further. Um, But for me, that would be my personal uh, preferred way of doing it rather than the vaccine because um yeah it's people's personal choice and i don't think it should be put in the public see i totally i like that answer that's a really good answer what would you change or what would your super power be if i was to give you a superpower he's smiling i love i love <laughs> it when my guests smile if i was to say elliot you're allowed to have a superpower of your choice and it's it has to it, oh, the only catch is it has to be used for goodness. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. What superpower would you like to have? Okay, um, I, I I would have the power um, to get rid of get rid of inequality, get rid of homelessness, get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'd I'd want to make people all be able to survive in this world, basically. This was not easy, especially right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just had me think. You you actually made me stop and think while you was talking to me. It's like, no, this world is not easy. Every day you're seeing something different. And, and politics is something that I don't touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything that you would give up to become a better writer? Wow, yeah. Um I don't think so. No, I think, I think you have to kind of, I think you have to go through a lot of things and I think you have to take a lot of things in, um, both bad and good to be a good writer. Um, I think it is, it is slightly about the struggle, you know, uh, between good and bad and, um, you know, things that go wrong. Um, I don't feel like there's anything if I felt like there was something holding me back in in writing um or stopping my productivity or creativity I'd I'd give that up but I I I don't feel like there is. Is there any questions that you feel 
people should ask you, but they never ask you the one question. What is the one question that you would like somebody to ask you, but they've never asked you it? Um, well, that's, that's a very that's a very hard question. Um, one question that that, that I think, yeah. Um, people, um, people never really. People often ask, you know, like, um, how, how, you know, how you how you started in music, where where you want to go. Um, they never kind of ask how you're feeling right now about music. Um, you know, like, like, you, like we've discussed actually tonight, like how you feel in that moment that you're creating. So how you feel that moment you're creating in the studio or how you feel on the stage. Cause I feel m- music is, is like a series of moments and, and you're in a moment. Um, I think people sometimes are a bit too obsessed with where it came from and where it's going um, and what you want to do with it without, yeah without kind of going, oh, this is great, you know, how do you feel about this now? Uh, you don't really get asked that very often. Okay. Yeah. It's very true, actually. I'm I'm going through my mind and I'm finding all the questions, every time I've asked somebody that question and every answer that I've actually received so far, most of them, are 80% of the answer that I have received back is people just want people to ask them, how are you? Mm. But you've given me a completely different answer and that's why I'm, no, I'm really impressed because people are always saying, why doesn't a person just ask me how I am? But you've taken it to another level where you said, why don't people ask me about how I am emotionally feeling about music at this present time and moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I'm going to throw that question at you now. How do you emotionally feel at this moment about music? At at this moment, I I feel kind of sad at the moment um about about the state of of music. You know, not not the state of music cuz music's still brilliant the state of the music industry um, in the world as, as we are at the moment. Um, That's what I think, I think at the moment I feel, I feel sad, but, but hopeful of, of better days. Um, But the overall is probably, yeah, a bit, a bit sad about it all at the moment. I would say, keep your optimism in your heart. That will, <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, that will always carry you through whenever there is disappointment or any kind of grief towards music because music can be, you grieve to music too. Um, I always say to people, look for the hope and the positivity that music has done throughout your life. And giving you that energy to create as a person. Because creating is a gift. Mm. It's not something that you just wake up in the morning and say, yeah, I'm going to be a musician and, and, and create. Unless you're very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and, and create hit songs after hit songs after hit songs. You have to be given the gift. So I always say to people, try and always be as optimistic uh, as possible. And give that optimism and positivity onto other people as well. So that's just my gift to you today, Elliot. Anytime you you feel like that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What would you like your legacy to be as an individual? As an individual, I think I would, I would want, I'd want people to, to, to probably see the, the good that I've tried to do with music. Um, and see that I've tried to help people along the way as well. Um, you know, with various different projects that I've done and, you know, um, and I'd like to, I'd like people to say, well, yeah, he, he always tried to include people. Um, and he always tried to do music for the right reasons. Um, and I, personally, I feel like music is bringing people together. Um, and that's something that I've always enjoyed doing. Um, I, I like, I love bringing people together in, in gigs in you know, online and um, getting people involved in, in the creation as well. Definitely. And yeah, my last question for you, Elliot, is 
where can people find you on all your social medias if they would like to get in contact with me because well sorry with you i should say Mm. because i've been lucky enough to have you on the show today and i would love for other people to be able to get in contact with you how can they get in contact with you yeah absolutely so um i have a website elliotporter.co.uk um i have facebook elliot porter music youtube elliot porter music um instagram which i'm using a lot a lot at the a lot at the moment um which is um porter underscore l so it's like my name backwards and twitter the same yeah porter l um so you can kind of contact me in any way i will always respond um on a dm or you know a facebook messenger or whatever um or a good old-fashioned email (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) elliot thank you so much for coming on the Us People podcast. You've been such a calm guest. I must admit that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You've been such a humble, calm guest. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your knowledge with all the listeners so that they can hear your story. Thank you so much, Elliot. No worries. Perfect. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Us People podcast. And please remember you can subscribe and also leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and any other platform that you prefer listening to. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And you can also donate to the Us People podcast by simply going to the Savvy Rocks website or just typing in paypal.me forward slash us people podcast guys thank you so much for listening stay happy stay positive and as always please continue to be kind to one another It is. It is. Yeah, it is. And, and and that's why I wanted to come on because I think there's not enough kind of platforms which which delve that, you know, delve into the person a bit deep, a bit more deeply. Um, you know, like, like I said, a lot of the, sometimes a lot of the questions are just kind of on the surface, but um, go, going in, going and talking about the, the person that you actually are behind the music as well is, is it's a really cool thing and i've listened to a few of the other ones as well and um it's it's i can listen to that stuff all day actually Enjoy the ride, open those eyes, see the light, ignite that fire inside it, let it breathe breath into life, push all your fears to the side, control your mind, it's all alright, enjoy your life, the joy is mine, commit to you, you got the tools, everything you do, you make the rules, sometimes you need.